All right, guys, what's happening? The Off Track Experience, episode 10. We thought we'd actually get this far, but we're already up to number 10, double digits now. Um, tonight on the podcast, we've got one of my close friends, a person I've raced against since I was, God, I think 15 or something. We actually met for the first time in Ilden. Well, I didn't meet properly, but I actually, for the first time I took notice of him, he went there and he um, got second in a VDH round to Conor Fearon and we started battling as I got older and we've been racing for yeah years and years now. We became good friends. And uh, my guest tonight, Timmy Eaton. How are you doing, mate? Good. How are you? Oh, I'm unreal. <laughs> I'm actually not the best, though, because we're in Canberra and it always seems to be cold here. Nah. And it's, windy. It's awesome here. It's the best riding in Australia. Yeah. It's, right. <laughs> it's like, I was going to say, every time I come to, um, to Stromlo, it's just like wet, miserable conditions. I've never come to Stromlo and it's been nice. Came, yeah. came here for Worlds in 20, what was that, 20, oh, 2009, 2009, yeah. Australian, actually the year before that, no it wasn't, it was dry for Worlds, it was wet for the first, 2008, 2008. Yeah. came, it was just a shit show, and then Worlds was actually clear, then came for National Champs here, pissed rain, and then came here today, pissed rain, it was fun though, the tracks were actually really fun. Yeah, they are getting a lot better out at Stromlo, and it's awesome to see, and uh, yeah, I reckon it's awesome here, like... Through winter, we get hardly any rain, so I don't know. It's just like dry, cold, kind of. Yeah, through winter it is, but through summer, it's actually, doesn't rain that much here. You'd be surprised. Doesn't, just every time I come to town, I bring it with me. Pretty much, yeah. But like you were saying today, that it's Stromlo, and how many, like there was heaps of people there, and you reckon that's not even anything compared to like the weekend? Nah, well, what, it was Thursday, Arvo? Yeah, it was packed. And, yeah, and that car park's usually full. Really? And, yeah. And that was, so, like, with shitty winds and everything, and everyone still went out and... Yeah, so they, and they've got the bar and the hire shop down there now, so... Oh, there is. Um, it's always good to go out for a big ride, and then you come back, get some food and a beer, and hang out, hang out with the so boys. it's actually a bit more of an atmosphere kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, it's really good now, and the, that bar, the handlebar, has been putting on pump tracks, like sessions and events. Is and, that the one at the top that we saw? No, it's down the bottom. Oh, there. Just in the containers, yeah. Oh, like a man-made kind of. Yeah, like yeah, true. So that's something we don't have. Like at home, like we've got bright and stuff, but it's still pretty. Like there's not, there's not, there's bike shops in town, but like right at the foot of the hill, there's not like anything like that. And yeah. I don't know. I feel like a lot of places now are having like they've got everything right there for you, which it makes it a lot easier because like you just say go to a track. You blow something up or bust something, you've got to go back into town and by that time you're like, oh, I'll just go home. Yeah. Well, this has obviously got the, I guess, the option to just go fix it and go. Yeah, Stromlo's really blowing up at the moment. Like there's pretty much a constant trail building uh, crew there that are just maintaining the trails and building new stuff when they get new grants and that. Yeah. Um, then Canberra's also got like Majura, um, Stromlo obviously and... Isaac's and Tugger's Pines. There's heaps, heaps of like yeah. little bike parks around. That's massive. And um, yeah, the government's really got behind it. And you I guys don't the, really have downhill though, do you? No, we did have a bit out in the Brindabellas, but it sort of got shut down with logging and stuff. Oh and yeah, a bit of a right. I did, track. we did ride that. Yeah, um, we did have races out there. I think the last one I did was 2003, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is pretty much the start <laughs> of my riding career. So yeah, um, but that was like a five five-minute track or something and then like they had nationals and stuff that's actually really good because i've never really raced in canberra besides or even really ridden down here besides national champ at stromlo yeah that's about it and yeah. like 
I feel like they do because we had our junior development camp here when I was in in 2012. Yeah, and we just brought XE bikes and we yeah. rode a lot and it was like heaps of fun. But there was yeah no real downhill to be ridden. Yeah, well, like back in the day, Isaacs, which is where I grew up, there yeah. was a lot of trails there. And for the older guys, they might remember video from because we can that Robert McNaughton made the Black Phoenix crew, and there's that's probably before, yeah, it sounds like yeah. before my I think it was it would have been. Far out, I think maybe two thousand. I just remember watching. It now. Yeah, Ben Corey had a big segment in that, and I used to froth on it. Like, where was the one? You know, Ben Corey. Oh, I was TIA. Yeah. Was it? Where's that? Where about? That's out in the Brindies as well. But oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I remember we had one yeah. gap in it. I remember watching it. And I was just like, "You're yeah. off your head. Like, what are you doing? Like, what, oh, that gap. I think was at Isaac's. Oh, okay. So, I remember yeah, seeing that. Had... I was watching it. I was like, "Oh my god." I remember he used to have this track called, I think he called it the Impossible Track, and it was just the most gnarly stuff you've ever seen. And you'd walk up it and you just wonder how the hell you yeah, ride how you that. doing this? And why are you doing this? Yeah, <laughs> like it was just mental. And I was like, I must have been 18 or 17 or something, and just trying to work out how he was doing this stuff was just incredible. How old Ben? Is he older than you? Yeah, he's older than me. I think he must be, he's not that much older. He'd be like, Maybe three years older than me, so 35, 36. It's funny because, like, I feel like you always look at people as sim- like they're similar age when you meet them. Like, you always like when you just say you meet someone at 27 and like six or seven years or whatever go by, but you kind of just like you'd be like, oh, they're only 28 or something. Like, you yeah. don't, you don't you never look at them as being. Well, like I them. think mountain biking does that. Like, I've got friends that range from 17 to. 38. Yeah, the like age, the age bracket, age bracket, yeah. age isn't really anything with mountain biking. Everyone's just riding bikes, having no. fun. So yeah, that's true. I hang out with fourteen-year-olds, and yeah. I hang out with like fifty-year-olds, yeah. and it's all the same thing because you got that like same love. But yeah, when did you start racing then? Like when um, you said you're back seventeen, eighteen. So I think I started when I was sixteen, seventeen. In yeah, it would have been two thousand and end of two thousand two, two thousand three. Yeah was when I first sort of, I never really just rode, I just sort of went straight into racing. So really? And pretty much, I think I've raced ever since. I had maybe half a year off when I wasn't injured, but yeah. the rest of the time. You've just been fully into it. Yeah. Who was, um, who like, who'd you start off with? Like, who were you kind of like, coming through um, the juniors and stuff with? And like, who was, not competition, but like, I guess, Brent more competition with friends and yeah, so that kind of stuff. There was a couple guys like Matt Lawson and, the crew that were in Canberra that sort of got me into it. We started riding dirt jumps and stuff like that up to Isaacs and then yeah. told me to come to a race and I came along and just, just got addicted. Got addicted and then it. through juniors I was with like Emil Cavalier, the Pinozos, Liam and Chris oh, yeah. and Hugh Mansfield, Aiden Eves. Yeah. And Brett Pengelly and all that kind of stuff. So Yeah, I've always get Brett Brett Ray's because I yeah. only, like knew him from like filming. Yeah, and I was yeah. Like, no, he actually like rode. I yeah, even I think he's like, he was, um, he's a kid now. Yeah, sure. everyone my age is starting. That's crazy, kids. isn't it? I think it's crazy now. People I'd see regularly, and then they like, like through mountain biking, I met them. But yeah. now it's just like I, I never see them. Yeah, so many people I just have, like f- went from like maybe ten times a year, which is not ridiculous, but like you'd see them a fair bit. Yeah, and then it goes from that to just like. Years. You see a photo on Instagram, yeah. and they've got like a whole family and like everything. You're like, whoa, what like, yeah. did that happen? Yeah, it's um pretty crazy. I think oh, Chris Pinozzo's still racing. Liam does 
Yeah, he does now and one again. every now and then. He always organises like beauty race, and I yeah. think he does. Yeah, now and then. But yeah, and um, like the others that I raced against, they pop up every now and then. But most of them have sort of moved away from racing and yeah, living their lives outside of it. So mm. but yeah, it's pretty interesting, and I'm just still still going, still doing it, still going. So. so I feel like most of them that would stop. Like I know if I stopped, I'd always have that little bit that I just always wanted to have like. Even if you just go ride, like just organize a ride with people, even if it's not a race. But I just like yeah. the whole race atmosphere because everyone's there. It's like yeah. a big party where everyone's going exactly. to. Even if you don't take it seriously. Yeah. Like just the whole race environment's a pretty cool yeah. thing to be in. And that's one of the things that's kept me going for what, almost 17 years, yeah. I guess. Like I Look, love racing. Yeah. And the, like the amount of friends I've made and have all over the world just from yeah. riding bikes is just awesome. Well, I think it's crazy now because when I'm at home, like, I've got my group of friends, and I think of, like, their group of friends is, like, maybe, like, it would go as far as Melbourne or Sydney or something. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, my group of friends goes from Africa to America to Europe. Like, I like think if I could go to so many countries and just be, like, hey, what are you doing? Let's, like, let's yeah. do something. I'm, like, what else kind of gives you that opportunity yeah. to be, like... Not many people oh, will say that. No, it's crazy. Like, I, mm-hmm. I can think of, yeah, so many places I could just be, like, hey, can I come over for a bit? Yeah. And I feel sure. like I need to do that more as well. Like, use yeah. those resources of people that yeah. like are there to go and actually like yeah, like, yeah do it if you can do it like because eventually obviously one day they're going to have families too and not really want some bums like sleeping <laughs> on their couch yeah know? for sure but no it is cool and especially like we were saying before like you don't rarely go to a mountain bike race and there's some not someone there you like you dislike or you don't enjoy like everyone yeah. there is like pretty solid people and i don't know why like mountain biking brings that out in people or like yeah. i don't know vice versa whatever you want to call it but it's like weird. I feel like most sports are real. Like imagine if you went to like football. Like I know you've obviously got your team and everyone's yeah. super friendly on that, but then you're trying to like go against another team. You're not really going to be the like not the mean or nice or whatever, but you don't have like not everyone's there. Like yeah. new friends for sure. Like you've got direct contact with another person. You're gonna like probably they slam you in the ground. You're probably gonna have some <laughs> hard feelings towards them. Yeah. So I do love that fact and the fact that it's a time thing, not a like a straight competition or whatever yeah. you want to call it. But yeah, it's definitely a special sport, I reckon, and. Like even yeah, like I've been watching some Formula One stuff, and the teammates are, have internal battles. Yeah, and like yeah, you're saying what is it? F one. Yeah, um, drive to survive. Drive to survive. Imagine that. Imagine being like on a team where you're like he needs to win. Yeah, like you saw that thing with um when Marv got asked to pull over for Dungey to win. Yeah, or and even just, is it Savachi and? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eli? He, he let he let Eli Tomac win. Yeah, and it's just like imagine if we were at a World Champs or World Cup. And the team's just like radioed in your helmet or something and said, Hey, um, put the brakes on. Like, yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, old mate needs the points. Yeah. That's just crazy. But I feel like it'd be such a shallow thing. Yeah, definitely. It wouldn't like, be. It's like when I got second with the rain. Yeah. It's just like, I, I do. I hate it when people like, I don't look at my best result as second. I look at my best result as third. Yeah. Because I got third. I didn't like, and I'm like, like yeah. You, you did it or whatever. I was like, man, I don't count that, hey. Like, I reckon people that count that. Like, I know I've seen some people when they're winning the wet. I know they're excited. You just want a World yeah. Cup and all that. But I find it so hard to... I remember I was going to say, because I thought I did win. Like, yeah. Gwyn pulled something out of his ass. But, yeah. like, I was... And I was thinking before, I was, like, obviously going to interview me. And I remember thinking in my head, like, I'm going to say I just won the lottery, not the race. Like, that mm. was, like, what I thought. Like, yeah. I, it was lucky what happened, but... Yeah, it's just, yeah. yeah, the whole, yeah, crazy. It's, yeah, it's pretty awesome, though. You can't, not many people can say they've podiumed at a World Cup. 
Nah, it's pretty yeah. fucking. I was saying, like we were saying before, like I still look at that as like a bit of a trip. Yeah. And the fact, like I was just saying, I just gave you a pair of like my goggles. Yeah. And I was like, who the fuck has their own seen your goggles? Like I remember when I was a kid, I had like Ryan Dungeon. I was like, yeah. holy fuck, these are so cool. And I'm like, yeah. that you've got them. That's weird, man. Like it becomes like. I always think back, like, wonder what, like, imagine if my fourteen-year-old self could look at me now, like, how he'd be like, holy shit. Yeah. But as it happens, it just, it ha- like, it's it's a, like it's a plan, and the plan gets played out. Yeah. So as it gets played out, like you you enjoy it and you're excited by it, but like, as I mean, imagine if you could just see, if you imagine if like if someone came up to me and just said, hey, when you're twenty-four, or whatever, you're gonna be a professional rider that gets paid this amount, that has his own signature goggles, that gets to travel around the world and do all this shit. Like, I'd lay a fucking egg. Like, yeah. be like, I'd be, like, overwhelmed with, like, sure. how to deal with that. But, like, as it happens, but I definitely, I'm definitely appreciating it more this year. I had, like, a lot of good talks with um, Greg Minar yeah. and about, like, how he's done it for so long and, like, like literally how he's done it for so yeah. long. Because I've gone through points um, in previous years where I was like, I don't want to do this. And I've never, I, like, I just, I didn't appreciate it. I didn't understand. Like yeah. I, I just literally just couldn't wrap my head around it, and like it gets hard sometimes. So obviously, well, everything gets fucking yeah. hard. But the head points where I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. But yeah. now I look back at that and I was like, what the fuck was I thinking? Like this is yeah. so fucking cool and so good. But he had a lot of like wise words that definitely sunk in a lot this year. Yeah. Plus, I think I just got like a new appreciation for like riding my bike. Like I just yeah. love it again. It's crazy. It was literally from probably um, around Leger. Mm. I like kind of found a new love for it and I was like just going to races and having fun and enjoying it and yeah. being like this is fucking cool yeah. and then my results started to get better as well so then you get excitement and enjoyment out of that Yeah. and then yeah it just gets better and better but it was literally like yeah just I don't know just like upward spike towards the end I just kept like getting, yeah. getting better and then it just built a snowball yeah well it's good to see like even on your like social media and stuff being back home I could see how much you're enjoying it Oh, it is. And like, it makes it harder for people like me that are like working full time and wishing they were over there and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. it's still good to see that you're so appreciative and know you're doing something yeah, special. Yeah, it's big. Because so. I like, I, it's kind of hard because even at home, like, I almost don't want to like post and promote, like, I get to do all this fun shit because mm-hmm. I feel like people kind of can get some resentment from that. Yeah. And like jealousy. And I understand why because I'm like, what I'm saying is what I'm doing is fucking awesome. Living the dream. But, like, I'm not trying to put it in people's faces kind no. of thing. I'm just like, this is what I get to do. It's yeah. fucking awesome. I'm excited about sure. it. But that's why I try and like bring out good. Like I always talk to people and I'm just like, what do you want to do? Yeah. And then they're like, what do you mean? I was like, well, if you could do something, what would it be? And they're like, I don't know. And I was like, we need to sort that yeah. out. Like you need to find sure. out what that is. Like it's it's like you people always say like, oh, they want like they don't want to do what they they're doing. Well, yeah. They hate that. And I'm like, okay, but that saying you hate something or saying you don't want to do something doesn't. Like, what is that? What is that going to change? What is that going to achieve? I'm like, that does nothing. It's like you know what you don't want to do. We've cleared that up. Yeah. But what you want to do is the thing. Yeah. Or what you kind of like want to strive towards. Yeah. So then you say, tell people that they don't know. Like, yeah. And that was the thing. Like, I found writing at a young age, and I knew I really wanted to do that. Yeah. And then I pursued it, and then it worked. Yeah. So I'm like, you can get annoyed whatever that I'm doing it, and you're doing something you don't want to do. But I found yeah. that. And I know, like, it's hard to find. Yeah. Definitely. That that thing that. I'm like that's on you, but I'm, I always tell people I'm like, what do you, like what makes you happy? What do you like to do? Yeah, and they'd be like, oh, I like to do this and that, and I'd be like, well, why do you like to do that? Yeah, and they're like, oh, because I get to do this or see this person or do that. I'm like, well, then look for jobs that might bring that into yeah, it or like, for sure. yeah, link in, and then they're kind of like, oh, and the wheels start kind of turning over. Yeah, 
But it's just, yeah, I always, I I understand why people get annoyed sometimes at it, but I'm just like, use that energy of being annoyed to put into how you can make your situation mm. better. And I'm like, at the moment, I'm so into like finding out what people yeah. want to do and trying to get that out of them kind of thing. Because, oh, dude, I talked to this guy the other day. He came and DJed my party and he was like a really good DJ, man. Like he yeah. just like, he had like the full look and he like, Got like he's just he just played good music. Everyone was saying how fucking good it was, and I was like, "Dude, do you DJ properly?" And he's like, "Oh, I just do it for fun now and again." And I was like, "What do you do for work?" And he's like, "I'm a Sparky." And I was yeah. like, "Do you want to DJ like properly?" And he's yeah. like, "Nah, I'm happy being a Sparky. Being yeah. a DJ, like professional DJ, would be too stressful." Yeah. And I was like, "That's pretty fucking cool that like yeah. you're so content with doing that." Sure. And I was like, and then I was like, "Oh, do you have like do you have any dreams or anything? Like, do you have a dream you want to like fulfill?" And he's just like, "Oh." I really want to kite surf in New Zealand. And I'm just like, again, like, fuck, if that's what you want to do, man, that's fucking yeah. sick because I'm, I'm pretty sure you can achieve that. Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure, sure you can book a ticket or whatever. But it was just funny because in like, I don't know, I look at it in my dream, like, I'm like, what I dream of, I just like, it's just, it was completely off from that. So, yeah. I like, it's hard for my brain to comprehend yeah. like something so different. Yeah. But then at the same time, I'm just like, fuck, that's what you want to do. That's what you want to yeah. do. Like, that's the thing. Like, people get so worked up that they've got to do what they think other people want them to do. Yeah. Like, in my... Because that's what I thought. I thought, like, in my head, I want to do different things than kite surfing yeah. or whatever, but, fuck, that's me. Why, yeah. Like, why should... If he wants to do that, I'm like, fucking more power yeah, to you. Sure. Like, go do it. <clears throat> yeah, well, like, uh, <clears throat> I've been a Sparky for almost 10 years now, and I'm... Like, it, it's good, and it's, but you get to the point where you, it's just a means to pay your bills and yeah. get you to do your fun stuff on yeah, the weekends, yeah. so... But um, like I I want to do something with bikes, and I'm working towards setting up my coaching stuff. Yeah. And um, just I'll start doing that part time, and if yeah. it picks up, then I can. Because that's one of those things as well. That, but like, I feel like get so much happiness out of that. Yeah. Like my big sure. thing now, I love. Like I'm literally addicted to seeing people happy. Yeah. Like if I can bring happiness out of people. Yeah. Like that's like crack to me. Hey, yeah. like it's like it's literally an addiction, and I. Like, literally quite recently, like, at the party I had on the weekend, I, like, got so much enjoyment and, like, so much, like, feelings out of seeing people happy and knowing that I created that happiness. So, like, for that, for me, I'm like, okay, I feel like I found out what, like, I want to do now is do shit like that, get people together, and just, like, that makes me so happy. So, I'm like, obviously, with coaching, you're going to make, and especially watching people improve. Watching people improve themselves. Even if it's minute or yeah. big or large or whatever, if you can see someone improve a little bit, like that will lift you up and like, yeah. like those feelings are the shit that's like, that's the feelings you need to have. Those yeah. feelings are worth way more than like if you like work a better job and like can buy yourself a nicer watch or car yeah. or some like possession or something. Like, yeah, definitely. You don't get you get a little bit out of it, but then it goes. Yeah, it's like when you eat shitty food and then it's like you get a little bit of enjoyment and then it's like whatever. Yeah, but if you actually yeah. like go cook a meal for someone and eat it together, you're like holy yeah. shit, like this is. Yeah, it's it's good. Like I think that's one of my favorite things is just taking something that I've worked on myself and yeah. realized like crash my brains out to learn all this <laughs> yeah. stuff for the yeah. last however long, and I can just make it a lot easier and just seeing them working things out after I've explained stuff. Makes, yeah, it's just awesome to see. And yeah, if they can make make them ride their bike better, and get all for it. Yeah, but you're also you're racing. Um, 
we didn't really we didn't touch on this, but obviously we met through racing downhill. Yeah. And that was like always a thing where we kind of like battled that out. Yeah. But now you've obviously made the switch from that more to enduro, which I feel like a lot of people are doing. Yeah. Well, I guess in Australia, there's not much downhill going on apart from the Vic series, but that's only yeah. over summer. So like yeah, I, because I didn't time. travel overseas this year, uh, just been riding my trail bike and local club rounds have started a little enduro series and there's like like you said there's not much downhill around canberra so best thing is just to ride your trail bike and yeah you kind of put um, it you always put into it yeah but so. was it like like how did it kind of come about was it just like you just mm. kind of made the decision that hey like this is a lot easier more accessible more people are doing it because there was a big change like i definitely went from downhill was the only thing you could do to hey this enduro thing's building yeah i can have one bike yeah. I can ride to the track. I can ride for hours. I don't yeah. have to get someone to shuttle me. There's actual tracks for these these yeah. bikes, and they're not downhill tracks. Like I felt like it was like always the elephant in the room kind of thing. Yeah. That, that it's kind of got more more life now yeah. to it. Well, in Canberra as well, to shuttle it was pretty annoying and difficult to try and organise people. And like I just found it a lot easier just to ride up and ride down and. Um, yeah, your fitness builds and then like these races, there's more and more enduro races than there is down races in Australia. Yeah, and way more. Yeah, I love racing and like it's better bang for your buck. Like instead yeah, of going do, to one like track. seven stages or something yeah. and then you can obviously, sure. obviously got the room for error as well. Yeah. Which kind of takes a bit of the pressure off, I guess, yeah. for most people. Like it, it's a lot more friendly environment. Like when I race yeah, enduro, sure. it's like... You're just riding bikes with your buddies, which yeah. that's why we all start doing it in the first place. Where downhill, even though it's similar, it's a mm. lot more like you're here, like just yeah. just go and you're kind of a bit more in the zone, I guess you'd say. Not so yeah, for sure. Like I think it's way more relaxed because it's just not that one run that everything comes down like the three minutes yeah. at the end of yeah. the weekend kind of thing. Like you've got up to 30, 40 minutes of racing, yeah. and like you just pedal between the races, like it's like the stages, so it's not. Yeah, just, I, yeah, just like seven hours just riding your bike with your mates pretty much and that's not bad is it yeah i can it's pretty good and we're pretty lucky in australia we've got some really good tracks especially tassie yeah tassie's there. ridiculous like now yeah like i've got two week trip coming up for an ems enduro and then national champs and like i'll be going down with my partner and connor shelley and josh button and all that we've yeah. all got we've got accommodation together and we're just going to be riding for the next two when weeks is two weeks uh, so yeah, and what's the date? Yeah, three weeks. I three weeks. So like we're just gonna pretty much a road trip, live out of the van for a yeah, few days. So you, you get the boat over. Yeah, we'll get the boat over. I actually really want to do this. You should do. I really. I think there's an e-bike category. And then when we, is it? When is it? Three weeks, and it's a. So we leave Derby or Medina. So November eighth, we catch a ferry across, which is a week Friday before. Yeah. And then the following weekend <coughs> is the Derby EMS, and then Ooh, the I, week, I might be able to make that. The week after is Medina National Champs. Oh, I might be able to make yeah. that. There's also a Vic Round coming up right around then as well. Yeah, so the Vic Round clashes with Derby. Derby, I think. Yeah, see, I'd see how. You know, you should do do the Derby, the Vic Round and then get on the ferry and come for National Champs. The weekend after, yeah, that could actually be a thing. But maybe. Uh, um, I just know I want, when I go over, I was thinking about going over later in the year, like yeah. when it's really hot, because it gets up like 40, yeah, so yeah. I'm like, I don't want to ride around home, maybe like Feb, like Jan, Feb, yeah, kind yeah. of thing, so I was thinking about going over then, but I really want to do that, I want to just get in the van, get my yeah. bikes, go over, I can be awesome, yeah, and just get like one of, maybe one other person with me that can ride, yeah, but even that's kind of, like, it's so tricky, man, because I'm like, 
I don't live around any other pro riders. Yeah. So it's always like I'm definitely just ride by myself. Yeah. Like I ride with my mates sometimes, but my fitness level is way higher than theirs. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've got an e-bike as well, but even if they had an e-bike, it's still I'd still pull away. Yeah. And I feel bad because I go riding with friends, and then I just drop them. And I'm yeah. like, like we might as well ride, be riding by ourselves anyway. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to not put in to make them feel better and like. Yeah. bring down my fitness levels but they feel better yeah. but then I don't want to just like go for a ride and then just leave them behind either so it's yeah. like that it's just kind of annoying yeah, it's well, like I just want to have someone that I can actually train with like yeah. we went for a ride today yeah. and I had my e-bike but I like had it off half the time and then yeah. if we put on an eco we got to like a steep climb like we're still both working yeah, yeah well like in Canberra like I'd, I'd love to ride with more people but it's half of them are like oh you're too fit and drop us and yeah but like I don't really like I'll happily cruise yeah, like, it doesn't what have I, to be a training. What I started to do, I'll just go wherever we're riding an hour early, do an hour ride hard, yeah. and then I'll get there and it'll kind of just be like a cruisy end yeah. to it. And then it's like, well, everyone kind of wins then. Yeah. Or, for just, sure. or vice versa, just leave when that, like, still cruise one yeah. until they leave and then just put in more. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's ways around it. Yeah. But, but who do you, like, because I feel like the riding scene in Canberra has always been really good. There's always been up and coming riders, like, especially when I was a junior, it was like Dave and Joey, um, yeah. Luke Allison. No, Luke Allison was here yet. No. He's um he's still here. But he's here now, but I think he was. That's when he was in. I think he was living with Joey or something. Yeah, at the time. in Breadbow, I think. Oh, Breadbow. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. But there was always a lot of like I swear riders coming out of here. And now I feel like that's kind of died off a bit. Yeah. Um, Even like like most people. Who's here that you normally ride with? Like, uh, I'd usually ride with McMillan, but he's, he's too busy living in New Zealand. Yeah, he's now, living so. the gypsy dream. Yeah, just dogged me, but. Um, yeah, there's Tom Crimmins. Oh, and yeah. Andrew yeah. Crimmins. Yeah. Um, they're not really... Oh, Andy's not really riding too much at the moment, but mm. Tom's been busy with uni and work, so I think he's finishing uni this year, so he'll be coming he'll back, be back down, yeah. I think he's been putting in a few few Ks to get ready for Cannonball. I think he's oh, coming through yeah. that. Yeah. King... The king. Again, yeah. So oh. it should be a good battle this year. I was year. thinking about going for that, hey. Yeah, do Just it. For, well, it just depends if Threadbow open up an e-bike. Cabinet. But how does that work then? Because if there's like four e-bikes, I yeah. I get as many points as that as the... Like, I feel like... Oh, maybe you'd should, be in your own category. Maybe like. I should just turn my motor off and just race the... Uh, just take your battery Just take out. the battery out and race that. It probably actually would be that bad with that no, amount of weight going. Probably be pretty good. You'd pick up some speed down the fire road. Yeah. And they're on the fire road for slow. No, for the downer track, they will. Because you have to no, do... No, no, no. I'm talking about... Oh, you're not going to do King? No, no, I meant if I'd race, oh, yeah. the, like for the uh, flow, I'd have to race my e-bike, yeah. but obviously I'm not going to race the flow for that. I was thinking about, but fuck, you're just busy the whole time though. Yeah. Like you've got a lot of shit to do. It's hard, And right? I'm like, I wanted, I always just go there and kick back and talk yeah. to people I haven't seen for ages, have like, like beers, I normally go out most yeah. nights, like don't get too fucked up, yeah, but like yeah. have a good time. Because that's the thing, that's like, I, like, I use that as like, I want to meet people, yeah. and everyone, I don't want to just go there and try and win. Yeah, well, that's but, it, like you've spent your whole half a year overseas like for yeah this is like I get to catch up with everybody yeah, exactly. yeah, and talk about it. I don't want to go there and get right back in that yeah. competitive race in that edge yeah, it's, or whatever. it's pretty hard work because like you go when I think on the Wednesday I'll have all mountain yeah which is like what 12 minutes yeah of death yeah. yeah and that you just want to throw up and die after that and then Friday you've got I think it's flow mm. yeah you got flow race and then you got 
downhill seating and then whip off, which is so that's like from eight a.m. till yeah, it's a long day. Seven p.m. See, I just judge the whip off. Yeah, <laughs> drink beer. Oh, I think there's pump track in there as yeah, well. Oh, that track. might be on Saturday. I can't remember, but yeah, it, it's a five events. It's a big weekend, especially like I think not many people do the whip off as well when they're going for the king and I've been doing that for the last yeah because you just cook your legs yeah man. walking up and down oh, like I kind of want to go in it but I just I need to practice my whips yeah because I but I just know they never look that great and that's I was just Australia like, though like there's no jumps to really practice whips yeah, on like, yeah it's, very, it's so true isn't you it you go to a race Threadbow's got the big jump at the bottom and it, that's pretty much the only that's jump it, yeah. you'll race for the season yeah that is very yeah, true it makes it makes it a bit annoying but I think Medina have got some good stuff going down there so you can might get some practice in there true I know <coughs> yeah I just like to go on it because I know obviously a lot of photographers are there you just get a bit of exposure oh, yeah. from it which is cool but whip it Wednesday stock yeah but whip it Wednesday stock <laughs> bit of ammo in the gun right yeah that's it. But I honestly like last year I had a ball I was there like judging it was like it was pretty cool it was like um were you part of the reason I didn't get top eight I, do you get <laughs> dude a lot of people come hassle you hey? like <laughs> We didn't pick people and it's like, oh, surely, come on. I'm like, don't look at me. Because yeah. it was pretty like, we pretty much like we knew, um, like you kind of knew who like the top three kind of were. Like yeah. normally it's three guys stand out and then we just yeah. kind of like filled back from there. But you got you got a cover anyway out of it. You yeah, can't I know. Complain. Well, that's what I mean. I got a cover out of it and I didn't you make didn't, top you eight. You didn't make the finals. <laughs> but, but no, that was cool. It was like Redemption me. this year. Yeah, go back for it. Yeah. I'm just gonna, I think I'm just going to go because they were just giving us free beers at the judging, yeah. judging thing. And I remember we all uh, were drinking for a, for a while, obviously watching it. And then we got off the last whip and went and like stood at the front to watch it. I remember me and Greg and Randy looked back at the table and just like all these beer cans and drinks and stuff. I'm like, yeah, the judges have been putting in yeah. work. And then people talked to like mums and stuff afterwards. Like we saw you at the judging table, there's all these beers everywhere. Yeah. Oh, I was pretty tipsy actually. I left my bike at the Shram pits and went to, <laughs> and went to dinner. And um, Dylan from Shram calls me and he's just like, You got your bike? And I was like, What bike? Is it your downhill bike? And I was like, No, where is it? He's like, People are telling me it's at the Shram pits. And I went back and I think um, Yabby or someone had it. Like, yeah. Someone like, Here you go. I'm like, How did this get stolen? Or yeah. I guess no one's going to steal it. What are they going to do with it? It's hiding in the room or something. Yeah. You're not going to sell it. But I thought that was pretty funny I was yeah. Like, yeah i'm definitely the, the <laughs> whip off definitely got to me yeah, it's a good event that's for sure oh it's so can't good. wait for this year so it comes up quick doesn't it oh yeah i think it's like i go to tassie for the two weeks come back work for like four days and then i go back yeah. to threadbow and then that's crazy much Christmas, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for it hey i didn't want to yeah. like it's funny most years i get to like the end and like do the last round whatever it is if it's world champs or world mm. cup and I feel this massive relief out of me because I'm like, oh, it's done. Like, yeah. And then at um, Snowshoe, I finished and I was just like, okay. Like, yeah. I was, it was weird. I wasn't even, like, like relieved about it. Like, it was, like, cool because I, I had a good race. So I was happy. But at the same time, I was like, I could easily go back and um, do it again. Like, I could, like if yeah. you said I had a race next weekend, I'd just be like, okay. Yeah. Which I thought was cool because then I was like, I definitely, like, I remember we were at um, uh, Lenzerhide. And I remember I was like, at that point, I was just so keen to race. Like, I was so happy to be there. And I was like, just, just, I just was loving the whole atmosphere and being around everyone. And then I was so, I don't know, I was just in this good zone. And I was like, thinking about doing hardline just to keep doing yeah, the yeah. races. I'm kind of glad I did it because I reckon hardline's like maybe a bit, I don't know, not too gnarly, but just it's definitely. Just pull on for the, yeah, end it's of the pull season. on thing. And I'm just like, 
I was definitely happy I didn't go through with it. But at the yeah. same time, like I was just happy that I was in that mindset where I was like, I want to be at more races, yeah. not I want to just be done. Yeah. And uh, I remember so, dude. Sometimes I'm like at um at uh, Leger because you got to catch two lifts up, and then you go to this first lift, and then you kind of cruise over the other one, and like all the yeah. crowds kind of there. And I remember going up for my finals run, and I qualified tenth, so I was like towards the end. Yeah. And I remember going up and the crowd was pretty big up there. And I remember having my headphones on and like with jersey and stuff and cruising up. And like literally just feel like a fucking, like I felt like a fucking like rock star. Because I'm cruising that and it's literally just like hundreds of people looking at you and like kids cheering and stuff. And I was like, sick. this is like, you don't like, I don't know, you get this. It's weird that it happens. And then you kind of, you, like you don't, like you don't have those moments when you kind of actually realize what you're doing and how many people are like watching you and like, yeah. Oh man, it was like so cool. I remember going up and I was like, just in this such a good zone from that. I was like, this mm. is fucking cool. Like what I do is fucking cool. Yeah. And what like, oh, I just, I don't, I didn't really just appreciate And that's when I did well, when I do well, yeah. when I'm like that, when I was like going up for my race run, I was like, I don't even, like I want to do well, but I don't care if I don't because this feel like this feeling of what I'm mm. feeling right now is like putting on a good high. So I'm yeah. like, fuck, I'm already on a high. Like people get so caught up with like, they've got to get a good result, which obviously it's a part of it all. We need yeah. to get paid. We need to keep going and blah, blah, blah. But, you can have like a good feeling like that before you even done what you're supposed to do. Yeah, I'm sure. just like, and it always, it's funny because if I have that feeling, I'll always do well. Like it just always happens. Yeah. Like I know, and it's weird. It's like, you feel like you're cheating in a way because you're like, oh, I've got the feeling I'm going to do well. Like yeah. you just get that confidence. Because the, yeah. oh man. But that's what like, you just need to, it's, it's, a, it's literally you got to train your mind to like be in that good zone. Like, yeah. You got to train like, yourself to be like, I think it's just a positivity thing. If you oh, for sure. if you're happy with everything and how it's gone, oh, it then just, the results will come. So. Yeah, everything works from that. Yeah, like it builds from that. Yeah, but even it's like the people you like. It's funny if you're confident and happy, like you attract in people that yeah. make it better as well. Like people, like you, people say, like you're glowing and all that shit. Yeah. Like I know it sounds like bullshit, but like even even yeah, just. It definitely just makes it just makes everyone happier, which then in return makes you happier, and then like just it's just like a chain reaction of events. Yeah, but it's so funny how it's just like how feelings can control, yeah, can control sure. everything really. Yeah, <clears throat> well, I, yeah, racing's so mental, and I think it's so important to have that that oh, positivity yeah. and confidence and everything like that because like it's a stressful environment racing. Yeah, I got, I have and, seven chances a year yeah. to make a living for the yeah. next two years. Yeah, well that seven days out of the year. Reese Wilson put up that post. I think it was last year. That it was he raced like, for twenty-seven minutes. Yeah, or something. Like over the whole year, and that really sort of puts it into perspective and how much pressure and stuff. And we're not, we're not even a full, um, like a motor race. Yeah, we're not, we're not even a full know, motor race. Crazy, and that's what we get. Paid. Imagine yeah. if you broke down our salaries. Yeah, minutes we get paid a minute. Yeah, this person said to me the other day, um, Charlie Harrison's dad. He said they they don't pay me for what I do; they pay me for what I'm capable of, yeah. <laughs> which is so true. Because yeah. it's like Scott pays me to win World Cup. Yeah, I've never won a World Cup. Yeah, I'm probably I've, I could say I'm capable of it, but I've yeah. never done it. But sure. that's just that thing. It's just like they obviously believe in you enough that you mm. could do it. So we're just gonna put money in. Yeah, well, it's it's just it's a big investment in a way. Oh, isn't so it? big. Yeah. Like investing in athletes is a pretty crazy thing to think about. Like, yeah. I could have gone. Like I did when I was signed with Intense. I broke my heel and broke my wrist yeah straight away yeah they just invested this money time effort people everything yeah but it's just like you can't expect someone to throw themselves down a hill as fast as they can and not have a fucking injury so yeah. it's like it's part of the feel but imagine if you just brought a new car and then suddenly the car was just like i don't work yeah, <laughs> yeah. you still got to keep putting fuel in it yeah oh man it's 
Oh yeah, Moy Moy was the same, wasn't he? Moy Moy was exactly the same. That that was the roughest few years. Dude, we both got the curse, the intense curse. Like, and it was just fuck because it was like, it was was my first like ride, professional Mm. ride. Like, it was a dream come true. Yeah. And then um, I went from dream come true to hell. Yeah, literally hell. I remember being at home and I was like trying to get into the shower with like a like a cast on and a plastic bag around and I remember like half slipping over and falling over and I remember just like sitting on the floor in the shower just crying yeah, and I was like right. and then oh it was fucked it was, yeah. it was like so bad. like and that's the shit people don't see that and that's the no. thing that we've like you is you're gonna always have like I know I'm gonna deal with injuries like yeah. it's just gonna come like no one escapes injuries like no. you look at Gwyn this year yeah he was so lucky for so long or not lucky but he was so consistent with being yeah. healthy and then everyone just hits him in the face. Like, yeah. just, you're just not immune to it. No. Lloyd Green no, last year had the best year, won everything. Like, like, what, last year he was, um he broke his collarbone or broke his something oh, at the... I can't remember. I oh, know, elbow, I think. He fucked up his elbow yeah. in Croatia. But that's the thing, and go either way. Like, he, he had the shittest start to the year. Mm. And then the year after, he wins the first race. Yeah. So I'm like... Yeah. it's but that, I guess, dude, that's just... And the highs and lows. Yeah, it's just life. It's just life, hey. Yeah. But I always look at it as... You're going to hurt yourself in life. Yeah. No matter what you do, like, you're going to hurt yourself. So, it's like, you might as well hurt yourself doing something that you actually really enjoy. Like, yeah. People get hit by cars in the street. Yeah, exactly. It's like, imagine well, then also coming down with a disease and, like, some people can't even, like, leave their houses because they're oh, so it's sick. crazy. So, having... if you've got the opportunity to do it. Who was yeah. the MotoGP racer? And he raced, he died, not, it was mm. a while ago. The one that got run over. I remember he raced. Oh, I think he got on a push bike or something. Oh, I can't he, he, um, I just remember someone put a post up and like you race the heart, one of the most intense and dangerous sports mm. for twenty years, and then you die on a push bike on the weekend or like yeah, you just, right. it's just a freak accident or yeah. something. So I'm like, look at that. Imagine if you were someone that's like, I'm not going to do that because of I could yeah. hurt myself, and for then sure. you get killed or get really badly injured by something else. Yeah. It's just like if you if you live your life in that fear that you, something's going to happen, something yeah. else will probably happen that's just as bad for you yeah. can't control. So yeah, it's uh, it's pretty fun. You got to really uh, do what you love, I reckon. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. It's like fucking you love it. You hurt yeah. yourself, but I think I know. I hope next time I do get a serious injury, I just I think I go about it a lot smarter. Like deal with yeah. it better, rest better, recover better. Like not be a bit. Not be an idiot, not, yeah. not an idiot, but like actually take a bit more seriously. Yeah. I think because like even when I rec- like when I broke my heel, um, I was just that young kid that's like I don't get back to the races because yeah. I just signed a deal. I want to get some yeah. results, dude. I went to Lenza Hyde. Um, I couldn't even walk on it yeah. properly, and they're like, you you shouldn't be walking for another week. I went and raced Lenza Hyde with it. Somehow I could ride better like than I can walk because yeah. the pressure went through my foot and not over the heel. Yeah, but I remember I'd like hop off the bike and I'd be limping. Yeah, and I was like, oh, shit, like you should, like shouldn't be here. Yeah. It's fucked. That's honestly like people always ask me like, what races were like the your best race, whatever. And I literally think that was my mo- like the most impressed I was with my like because I went from breaking my heel, coming back. I think after four or five five weeks or something, could barely even walk, and I got fourteenth. Yeah. yeah, that right. was a bigger shock for me than like my thirds, and because I felt yeah. so good then, but there I felt so shit. Yeah, and then like came through it, and I was like. That's the one that sticks with me. I mean, yeah. like, I fucking, I don't know how I did it. Like, literally, no idea. Like, yeah. I couldn't even hold on the fucking bars, but <laughs> it just kind of worked. But no, it is fucking crazy how it, um, 
how it all fucking comes about. Yeah, definitely. But I guess like you put into a position where you're over on the other side of the world and you got to really buckle down just and do just it. get shit done. Yeah. And that's when I guess yeah, that's when true it comes self to, comes. That's out. when it comes down to because like at a certain point, people don't give a shit about excuses. No. Like I realized, I realized yeah. that a long time ago that. Like, your name on a bit of paper is what they care about. Yeah. Like, Scott doesn't care if... Imagine if I went to Scott and just got 40th or something and mm. said, oh, like, I had an ear infection. Yeah. Like, yeah, oh, that sucks, but we it's want some, We're, we're just going to pay someone that doesn't yeah. get ear infections then. Like, yeah. that's the end of the day. Like, if it's a res- result-based sport. Mm. If you're not getting the results, they don't really give a fuck about the no. excuses. No one... Like, and then... It's just find ways to fix it kind yeah. of thing. Like, oh, this happens. Oh, this happens. And I was like, can yeah. you try to fix it? Yeah. Oh, I don't know how. Okay, we're <laughs> going to find someone that find, like knows how. Yeah. Like, it's pretty like, it is cutthroat, but at the same time, it's like competition. That's why we do it. Yeah, Because exactly. it, is, it is like that. But it's overcoming all those obstacles. Yeah, and like working out ways around them. But yeah. that's crazy. So what do you, you've got, um, obviously these two races coming up. Yeah. And then after that, what's the plan? Like, what's the um, what's the plan for the summer? So, yeah, so it'll be Cannonball um, in December, and then got to be some of the Vic rounds if I can get to them. Because come to Narby, yeah, so fun. I haven't checked what they clash with because because it's downhill. They sort of clash with some enduro races, and I think there's a Threadbow Super Enduro in February, which I want to do. Oh yeah, hose um, me again. You won. You win last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, I almost got you on the downhill. Yeah, you did. It was like point oh something. I was like, oh, because <laughs> yeah. I um, I kind of gave up because I crashed on the all mountain right yeah. then, and then I was just like, oh, I just, I, just can't, I couldn't bring myself to do it again. Oh, it's so I was track. just like, I don't, I didn't go that hard on the yeah. the flow. No, I caught people on the flow, so I was yeah. like, well, the flow's out. So I'm like, I'm just gonna wait until I see some quick guys and yeah. then wait for them the downhill and just do everything. And you still got me. And I was like. Yeah. I was like I need, I need one I need one out of here I do ride that track a fair bit but um, yeah it's a cool event you just I don't know those multiple race run events like that uh, in the Green Valleys mm. one they um, it's almost strategic I think in a way like depending on weather and track deterioration well, and all that, that kind yeah. of stuff how's and, that because you and um, obviously Josh Butt have a bit of a ride yeah at the moment. Right, Jay Butt he, uh, I've been loving. That. I always love when I see shit like that. Yeah, I see like a bit of a battle going on, and I'm like, this is actually like <laughs> adds to it. Yeah, it's it's been good. I love Jay, but he's um been a good mate for a long time, and he had a fair few injuries in his career, and he sort of got them all sorted. And I guess I had a few good results, and he just painted a target on my back, and he's just yeah. coming for me. So he's going full enduro. And and how much did he get you at? It was like point eight one, I think, over four tracks yeah so but he he was very sneaky so i was like registering my times every run yeah and i think at lunchtime i was like 1.8 seconds up over him yeah and there was the tracks were so like stuffed there was no way you could pull 1.8 seconds back on one track yeah and I, mean, I think we'd already done like 20 race runs battling through two days yeah so we we're all pretty buggered and if he was going to pull anything back it was going to be pretty minute so i was i was quietly confident but he looked so confident coming in and he wasn't like going up trying to smash my times he's just doing doing his own thing yeah and uh every time he came down i checked the times and i was still in front 
and I didn't know that he hadn't been scanning in his time. He was just storing them. Oh, yeah. And he got, it was probably, runs finished at two, and it was probably about 1.30, and I'm just watching him thinking, what's he doing? And he's just very relaxed. And I was starting <laughs> to stress out. He's giving you a snap, and you're like, um, what's, um, um, what's J-Bot up to? Because he sent me a thing yeah. saying, like, oh, J-Bot's time's going to come up. Like, what's he up to? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, um, yeah, and turns out he waited till after runs had finished and then put his then time put in. in. And, and he, yeah, he beat me by 0.8 of a second. Oh. And, yeah, so I'm just going to have to beat him at the next <laughs> ones now. But those, yeah, that's it was, it was a very strategic move by him and hats off to him. He outsmarted me. But I wouldn't really matter. Oh, because if you put him in, you would have really gone up and tried. Yeah, I definitely would have gone up and tried to beat him. Oh. Like, it was... It was nothing, like, on a couple different yeah, tracks. Yeah, so yeah. I would have only had to go a tiny bit faster on a couple of tracks. Him, yeah. Well, I'd like or to you, think I would have got, got, got him. We'll just say you would have got him. But, yeah. So, yeah, but if you're listening, you would have you been got. Yeah. I actually wanted to talk to him as well, but he's not going to be home. Well, if you come to Medina, you'd be able to talk to him there. Chat to him there. But, I talk um, to everyone. Hey, I'm just like... Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to, like, work out how... Because I'm going out. I kind of want to talk to Johnny McLean as well. I think he'd be a good guy yeah. to talk to. He's been in the industry for a long time. Yeah, definitely. Just Pete. Cool. Like, I like to talk to riders. Yeah. But at the same time, a lot of the time, like a lot of my riding friends have a lot of the same experiences. Yeah. So definitely. then if you go to something that's someone that's out, like even like I've done mechanics and I've done yeah. photographers and I think that gives a broader range of people's like opinions and views on things. Yeah. Because it's still in the same industry and it's still the same things we're talking about. Yeah, for sure. Completely different views on things, which I yeah. think is, is a cool thing. Well, he's also got the whole like lusty stuff and... Yeah, exactly. And, like and he helps a lot of... Bikes yeah. And, yeah. There's, there's a... He's pretty much across all the industries, I yeah, suppose. So, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that'd be interesting one. I'd like to listen to that. Yeah, dude. That's, it's, that's, yeah. I just like the, the literally new, new, like, new ideas and new yeah, concepts and new views on things. And you mm. get that like from completely different people. And yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm really into that at the moment. I'm really into just like new people and like getting, even though it's not a new person, but like yeah. new, new, <laughs> new ways of looking at things. Yeah. And I feel like when I talk to people on the podcast, I'll bring up a lot of stuff that, like, we've already talked about a lot of stuff we probably wouldn't be talking about now if mm. it wasn't on the podcast. Like, you just you just don't bring it up. But then when you put, like, a microphone in front and you think yeah. you're talking to hundreds of people, <laughs> you're just like, oh, this stuff kind of comes out, which yeah. is cool. But uh, definitely, yeah, it's a, weird, it's a weird kind of thing how you don't have these conversations normally. Yeah. But oh, it's, like, yeah. why, it's like, why not? Why not, though? It's <coughs> yeah, like, exactly. why not just start, like... Like I'm not saying we don't have good conversations yeah. or anything, but it's just kind of more just day-to-day normal life and general things yeah. and you kind of don't reminisce as much and go into it. That's yeah. what I mean, one of my favourite things about the podcast is like I'll talk about something and we'll talk about like Ilden and racing back then and then you get an old memory and it yeah. like refreshes everything and you get excited. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like that's a big reason I like doing it. Yeah. Bring but, back all the old memories. And yeah, and you think of these old stories and stuff. But That's like I remember when I was battling Connor for the overall in the VHS and you were that young partner coming up and getting the fastest time of the days and all that and what is it Malden yeah Malden when you did you raced under 19s and elite and then everyone was blowing up about it and they changed it after that (laughs) yeah they wouldn't let let anyone do it yeah right I just remember you coming over that last jump 
over the, the gully and then yeah. just like sprinting your bike back to the trailers to yeah. get back up. Yeah. It, was, it was awesome. Because I didn't tell anyone, hey. No. I didn't tell us, like, I think my mum and dad knew and that. Yeah. And then um, that was it. And I, was telling, yeah. I remember telling all the league guys I got a surprise. Yeah. And then I remember I just rocked up and everyone's yeah. like, this is not fair. I'm like, why not? Like, I'm a, I'm a kid. Like, why can't I do it? Yeah. And what'd you end up with that one? I got third. third. I think you got second. Yeah. And Reese won. Won. And yeah. Connor. Connor crashed. Yeah. yeah. Crashed. 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 Yeah. Himself. That's right. Um. But dude, I remember. I think. I think we were. I think I was point eight. You were point four or something. Yeah. We're less than a second. That's but nice. you know what? That that taught me because I did my junior run, and I think I did like a like a sixteen or something like a yeah. two sixteen, and then um. I was at the top because I was the last elite guy down and yeah. like obviously you guys all went first Yeah. and someone told me like you or Connor did like a 2.11 yeah. and I was like, fuck, I don't know if I can go that quick. Like then I started like freaking out because yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm going to look like an idiot. So then my quality run, I just feel like, just I'm like, okay, I got to step this up. Like I got to go harder and I think I did like drop like four seconds like, I did, like yeah. at 2.12 and then I was like, in my head, it was like that realization like, you've got more than you think you've yeah. got. Like, you can step it up if you yeah. want to step it up. And that's what a World Cup is. It's just, like, you've got to step it up at a certain point. Mm. But I remember that, and there was footage to the rock gun at the top, and Jay got me through my under-19s quality run, and then he got me through my late quality run. Yeah. And, like, it was just so obvious yeah. how much harder I was attacking, and I was just yeah. like, I need to do that now then. Because yeah. that was, like, just before I went to Elite anyway, and I was like, fuck, you've, you've got to step it up. Like, sure. Did that, you ever try that gap up the top that I ate shit on? I did, I think, but then yeah. I didn't like it. I thought it was. I think I did it, and I was like, "Nah, like that's so sketchy." Nah, it was, yeah, dodgy. So yeah. I gave up on it. But I did like <laughs> mold. I was, yeah, that was a fun. Yeah, track. it was a cool track. Like you saw today on some of the trails, it's pretty similar to Cambridge yeah. terrain in a way. It's nice cool, but it's rocky. pretty flat and not that steep. Yeah, it's just kind of. I don't know. I just I just enjoy really it really well because it kind of like the top was real loose, flat out, and yeah. then it was like a bit of a sprint in the middle, and then the bottom was like had the mo- yeah. momentum. So. Yeah, Vic's awesome. They've got some really good tracks and that series is really strong. No, they're doing a good job. I'm really yeah. trying to like, I wasn't going to do bar jargon and all that, but I'm like, there's too many people that enjoy me being oh, there. Yeah. And I do enjoy being there. I love yeah. it. Like I started and I just want to see people and I'm like, I think, like I don't want to blow my own horn, but if I was a junior and oh, I had a guy sure. that raced World Cups that was top 10 or whatever and he came, like I remember I get, get excited when like Reese Atkinson was at, yeah. or like uh, O'Connor yeah. or like Troy came out. I was like, oh my God, like, mm. That's true, Rosalind, all yeah. that's kind of fear and all that. I remember going, going to Beauty for, it was a wet, wet national round. Yeah. And all the Iron Horse, Mad Cats guys like Hill, yeah. Bryn and um, Rennie and stuff were there. And I remember just watching them and just like being like, fuck. Yeah. And I remember watching them down the chute, and I was just retarded. And yeah, came and that and just... you, dude, that gives you motivation as a kid. Yeah. I remember watching Connor at Barjak, and I was just like, draw on the ground, like that yeah. is fucked. And that gives you a new understanding of like how you can push yourself. Yeah, and, and that will motivate you. That rock. Yeah, and that will motivate you, man. Like yeah. that will like, if I can do that just through riding, let alone I'm, like I'm always open to talk with kids, and mm. I'm like, I, I, it's so funny. Like so many kids come up to me, and they can't talk to me. Yeah. And I'm just like always trying to like I understand why like I understand if you see someone on social media and TV like yeah. you literally do build this idea up in your head that there's some something special. Yeah. And I was trying to get across. I'm like, I was that little kid not that long yeah. ago that was shit scared of Sam Hill at Stromlo yeah. and couldn't even talk to him. Mum had to <laughs> talk to him and get a photo. Like, oh, like it doesn't like 
just do, like don't worry about it. like i understand yeah. where you're coming from but i'm a normal person what do you want to know yeah. and then like try and get them to open up a bit for sure but it's definitely like that's what i do get a lot out of that now as well yeah. i want to do a thing i think i'm going to start doing a thing where i do like a like a warm-up thing for juniors like go oh, to the yeah. top with like just the under 15s under 17s under 19s yeah. and just take them through a warm-up so yeah. they can like Maybe because I did I do them with like Ollie Davis at, and he reckons it helps a lot. Just takes his mind off it and yeah. doesn't it just stress out. So I might do like just to go up and do groups if anyone wants to do it. Just be like, hey, we're doing stretches or how hey, we're doing like warm ups and we'll we'll do some like sprints or something. Yeah. Like I think that would be like something I'd like get into. Yeah, if I want to do coaching as well eventually. Yeah, yeah. that would be like a I guess a stepping stone. And if, sure. like, if it, like I just think what they would get out of that would be pretty cool. And yeah. like no one does it, and I'm like every time I see something that no one does, it, I think. I should do them like why the fuck not why yeah. not like and I hate when people are like oh they don't that, like no one does that yeah. I was like well sick well, well then I'll, I'll do it then yeah. like I'll be that guy a warm up in Australia is pretty much just riding around in a circle well, that's what I mean top. yeah like, yeah there's not much people no many guys like you that bring your experience over and yeah but it's just like just do some leg swings and yeah. stretch and like get like sharp like you, people do like visual like mm. stuff with like rocks and like just get your like reflexes quicker yeah. like, just, just little things it's not hard like I said, with Ollie Davis, he's it's not so much to warm up and get strong, like to get to make yeah. your body strong, but just to kind of clear your mind. Yeah, like even sure. I know people at World Cups that like they they their warm ups more mentally than physical. Mm. Like you, like you get a bit stronger, you get obviously blood flowing, your muscles get ready, but like your brain's the thing that needs to be like sharp as yeah. anything. It comes down to that routines thing, I suppose. Yeah, it's another yeah. thing. You get like I just do the same thing every race now. I used yeah. to be pretty like up and down and in and out and what I did and maybe I'll do this, maybe I'll do that. Now I go up, yeah. got my warm up, got my sprints, got my time, got my legs. Like I just yeah. the same thing every time. And you just know that it's gonna work. Enduro is good because you just ride. To you the just, top. That's you your just warm up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What did you change with fitness with um going to enduro? Because I remember we raced at Falls Creek. And I'm pretty sure I almost overtook you on a stage. And I remember you just hating life. Oh, man. I did not enjoy that race at all. Yeah, you, but, were, um, you were not into that. That was probably, yeah, my first proper enduro. And I left there saying I hate enduro. Yeah, I remember um, you were not happy. Was that I don't know. I just, like, one thing that I, that's been my biggest issue is consistent training, I suppose. Yeah, and, that's how um, working a nine-to-five. Yeah, and, like, you just burn out real quick. Like, I'd go hard for a month or two, and then I'd have another month or two off, pretty much. Like, yeah. And I'd just fluctuate, and then it'd come into the season, and I'd be just shit. Mm. Like, I'd just be off it. So, um, I just, I don't know, just go ride um, as pretty much every day. I try and do a lap at Stromo or Madura or something. Yeah. And then I've got Nick Ahern. Like oh, Kai yeah. Hearn, yeah, Kai yeah, and yeah. Shana Hearn's dad writes me a program and um, just been trying to do that a bit more consistently but it's a bit gets a bit hard when you're trying to work it in like I've been trying to wake up at 3.30 in the morning and yeah. go to gym before work and then work a full day and then ride in the Arvos and yeah, you're pretty much you're back in bed by 8. Well that's one thing for me everyone like because I don't think you have to be I don't think you have to make um you don't have to just be a rider, like a professional rider to, to make it kind of thing. Yeah. And I always say this because when I got my first podium, when I got third, I was working for my dad full time yeah, to pay yeah. for my trip. So I'm like, you can do it, yeah. but it is harder yeah. and it is harder to keep a consistency of, yeah, of doing it because I'm like, the biggest thing we get is recovery time. Yeah. That's what you don't get. Like you yeah. go to the gym where you get up and train when your body should be recovering, like when you should be sleeping and yeah. you should be eating, when you should be resting and like just even just like mentally straining yeah. all of that like you 
you go to the gym and you do weights and then you go for a ride, your brain's just working overtime. Mm. And then when you want to just turn that off, you can't. You go to yeah. work and then it's got to work even more overtime. Yeah. So then you finish and then you're drained and then you're just like, like that's, that's, well, it's like tomorrow morning I've got legs in the morning. So go leg for full work and then I've got to carry my backpack, which is probably like 25, 20 kilos of tools. Yeah. I've got to walk like 10 minutes to site. And then I've got to walk up five sets of stairs yeah. multiple times throughout the day. Like, it, so I'm not going to be able to recover yeah, at all just, tomorrow. Yeah. And so then yeah, compounds. So, like, my body just feels fucked for forever. Yeah. And then I'll so have, that's one thing for me. If yeah. I just say I got up and go to the gym at home, I'd get up and do like an hour at the gym in the morning. Yeah. And then I'd have time. I'd go eat, yeah. come home, come do emails or something. Like, just be able to rest and then like maybe wait till the afternoon and then just like go for a, yeah. ride, or a ride or something like you can structure it so much yeah better. definitely i'm sure i could structure my training as well like i could probably do some indoor training session i actually bought an indoor trainer yeah and um just to sort of give me a bit more time at home i guess yeah yeah but um i don't know that you can't beat riding outside no, like no. Especially this time of year, well, yeah, not yeah. this time of year in Canberra, but <laughs> yeah. this time of year everywhere else. Yeah, like down. winter's pretty rough here, like tops of 10 degrees and yeah. like it's it's not too bad, but like it, I can't tell you the amount of times I've left work, driven to Stromlo, sat in a car park and then just drove home. Yeah, you can't, yeah. Because I'm just, I need, and that's just, I think my body telling me that not today, you need a rest and that's stuff it, like yeah. that. Yeah, I so. went to the gym the other day and did like a, a this thing they call quick hit. It's only half an hour. It's pretty yeah. intense and like physical, but it's only half an hour. So I'm like, I'll do that and then I'll go home and um, no, no, I'll do that and then I'll go do my own weights yeah. session. Anyway, I finished and I was like talking to one of the trainers and I was kind of like just real tired and she's like, oh, are you coming? And I was like, no, I'm going to do a weight thing. And she's like, you look so tired. Yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll just go home. I went home. I set an alarm for seven thirty. It went off. I was slept through it until eight thirty. Yeah. So I was like, my body, like you need, yeah, like you your body's literally t- like telling you, like you need, you need sleep. And yeah. that's the thing you got to listen to it because, yeah. like, it, like you you know yourself better than anyone else. Yeah. And it's just funny how, like, I know I've done things where I'm like, you just think oh, I've got to do this because yeah. I, I always do this. But like, if your body's not there, you're just gonna fatigue yeah. it more and then make the recovery time longer. And, and well, it's, it's like, a balance though because sometimes you just feel like a bitch. Yeah. You're like I should be doing more. Well, that's, that's, I think my problem is I'll just go real hard, but like through winter this year, I got, I was really sick with like the flu mm. and I was, I was working, still training, like I was just buckled and for probably about a month. And then like I got up for work one morning at 5.30 and I passed out in the shower, yeah. like fell through the glass, door swung open and I was just on my ass, like what the hell? Yeah. And like got Sarah take me to the hospital and yeah, they were just like, yeah, you've been cooked for like, yeah, you're just fatiguing and just making it worse and worse. But yeah. So that was pretty scary, but it sort of really made you realize that you do need to take care of yourself a bit more and yeah. give yourself the rest you need. If have you, have you used float tanks? No. Do a hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. I only had my first massage the other week when my knee was a bit issue. So, no, hundred percent for you. Cause yeah. they literally, I don't know what they, like this, this thing where they say like an hour, in a float tank is the equivalent to like eight hours normal sleep. Yeah, yeah. And it's so good. Like I'll go in feeling like what you described is yeah. like drained and I'll come out like I've just had a Red Bull. Yeah, It's right. fucked. It's so good. I haven't actually been in one for a while now. I need yeah. to get back into a routine. Yeah. Because I keep doing this thing where I'm like, oh, I'm not racing now. I'm kind of off season. I don't yeah. need to like, you think you don't need to look after your body. Yeah. Because you're not. I think. But I'm still training. I'm still doing all this stuff. But it's just like, if you get into a routine of like, 
this is the thing now. Like this off season, normally I'm just drinking beers and getting fat. And yeah. I was like, fuck that. I don't want to do that anymore. I yeah. want to just be fit all year. I don't yeah. want it to be unfit for racing. I just yeah. want to be unfit in general life. And I'm healthy and happy. Yeah. Because I got home and started eating crappy. Mm. And I just felt shit. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to feel shit. I don't want to look shit. I thought about it. I'm like, I'm going to be fat for like what, our Aussie summer. Yeah. I don't want to look fat for my Aussie summer. <laughs> yeah. I think that's going to like do good for my mental state. Yeah. And I'm like, what about one day when I get fat in our off season and then I can't get as, like I just, I hurt my back or something. Yeah. Like I do some kind of injury that like will contribute like for the upcoming season. Or you just, yeah. it's irreversible. So I'm just at the point now, I'm like, fuck that. I'm going to get fitter in the off season. Yeah. And then come in the, into the, when the season starts, I'm really on a fucking high. Yeah. I guess just build on that. Like just right. uh, If you can sort of maintain that fitness, the start of your preseason is going to be so oh, much easier. so much easier. Like we went for a ride today. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, I'll turn the motor off for a heap of it. And I was yeah. like, my legs feel good. Yeah. Because I've been going to the gym a heap. I've still yeah. training. I'm still fit. But normally, if I ain't gone for a ride for ages and I come with you, I'd be like, oh, fuck this. Like, yeah, for sure. Put the boost mode on and just fucking... <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. No, it's good though. Yeah. yeah. It's, um... it's even fun. Like, it's good having a break. Like, I, haven't, I haven't ridden a bike at all until a couple of days before I came here. And when I did, man, I had so much fun. Yeah. And I, we get this idea in our heads that because we do it so often that we get burnt out from it, which we kind of do when we're training. Like when I'm training properly, I ride like twice a day, yeah. four times, five times, a week, like a lot. And you do kind of get over it then. But when you have a break for a few months and you ride, you really get like, you. I believe I'm like, this is, I love this. Yeah. Like this is like, if you forget that, you like forget how much you actually like, you think how much money you spend and all this time and effort you put into something. And yeah. you're like, you wouldn't do it if you didn't love it. But no. because you overdo it, you kind of get that love goes back. Yeah. It's like hanging out with a girlfriend all every fucking hour of every day. You know, yeah. be like, oh, yeah, exactly. yeah. But I just I love it when I go for a ride. I'm actually just like, this is so fucking fun. Yeah. This is the funnest thing ever. I reckon just the group riding as well. I think in Canberra, that's probably. I think we, we like I need to get that going again because at the moment you just sort of ride by yourself or ride with one or two people here and yeah. there. But um, like I usually ride with. Sean and Kai Hearn and stuff, yeah. but Kai's injured at the moment, and and the, like today the weather was pretty crappy, so yeah, um, Sean and that bailed, but um, we still ended up going for a ride, and that was sick. Yeah, but like I think I love riding with other people. Yeah, it's such more enjoyment like, out of it. Like you, I like watching Dave and all those boys, all the NZ boys riding together, and that. It just makes me a bit jealous because oh, I wish we had that here because... they just go ride lifts all day yeah, exactly. down the laps and I'm like, that's the best thing ever. Yeah. Oh. You just want to ride in Queenstown. That's, that's or, another place yeah. I want to go is Queenstown. Oh. Yeah. Dude, I keep thinking about my schedule. Like, I like there's not enough hours in the day, yeah. hey. Like, yeah, I'm going to so, fit it all in. I'm trying to, like you were saying, I want to go to Tassie. Yeah. I want to go to New Zealand. I've got mates 30th. I've got a... Sort of like help sort out. I got I just there's so many people I want to see. It's crazy. Mm. I want to go to Adelaide. I've got friends in Adelaide. I want to catch up. Yeah. I've got friends in Melbourne. I just literally just it's good. Like I love it. I love yeah. being so like go 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 yeah. kind of thing. But at the same time, it's just like fuck. I need to like actually sort structure yeah, well, my life. When are you going to start training? Getting into it. Well, I've been doing it now. No, like probably hard, yeah. normally first of Jan I start because yeah. the World Cup start earlier. Yeah, probably first of December. Yeah. So first of December, I think I'm. So just gonna do you like, got? It's like a month and a half to fit all this in. That's what I mean. It's, it's, <laughs> it's not long, but yeah. I think a thing that I've I've done is, I feel like when I start training properly, I can't have any fun. Yeah. Like I, but I feel like now, I'm just gonna work harder and still yeah. have fun. Like I don't want to just because, that's another thing. Like I hate 
when I start training properly, I'm like, everyone will be like, oh, come to this, like come out with this or come yeah. to this. And I'll just say no. And yeah. I think you've got it, but at the same time, I think I could just go, even if I just don't drink or something, yeah. I'm like, I like just have a good time within myself and yeah. you just enjoy it. And I feel like you don't have to chase, like you've got to be fucked up or drunk or doing something on a certain mm. like level and you can just kind of just have fun just within yeah. you, just being there and enjoying it. But still, I'm pretty hooked on red wine now, and I heard that's not so bad for you compared to most <laughs> alcohol. So I probably drink a lot of red wine. It's good still. for your heart, isn't it? I think Something so. It. But it's just the fact that I feel like we get kind of trapped in like you've got to ride because yeah. I can't like if the, when the preseason comes, like I can't just go on a holiday without a mountain bike. Because if I go like a week without riding a bike at that point, like mm. you're gonna go backwards yeah, in their way, sure. your fitness wise. So and then in my head, I don't even think I'd enjoy where I went. Because yeah. I'd always be like, I should be training, I should be doing this, yeah. I should be doing that. Like, I went to Bali on the way home from the World Cups, and I did enjoy it, but at the same time, I was just like, I kind of should be home, I should be doing this. Yeah. But we also need a bit of a refresh as yeah, well. Like, definitely. you need a time away from bikes. That's why I did it, because I was like, I've just been racing for a month and a half. Mm. I just want to go somewhere where there's not one fucking mountain bike, not one mountain, yeah. no, no snow, nothing. And I can just, like, enjoy that. And then I came back, and I had, that's, when I, that's when my love for it came back, and I started yeah. doing well. So I'm like... All those people that, like people told me, why'd you go to Bali? Why are you going to Bali? Like that's dumb. I was like, fuck, what do you know? Kind of thing. Yeah. Like, how do you know how my brain's working exactly. and how it, like what I should do? And I was gonna be like, fuck you. I came back, felt good, did better. Yeah, kept doing better. So obviously it paid off. But yeah, I funny. Mean, people always are gonna have opinions. So it's like, yeah, oh, just, I just find it funny listening to some of them and just like whatever kind of yeah. thing. Like, well, I think like for me, I think that's what's kept me racing for so long. Is just well working a normal job is like yeah. I'm away from bikes as well. Yes, yeah, so you like, the love. Yeah, yeah, so like when I do get on my bike, it's happiness, yeah. I suppose. It's, it's like not, dessert. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, do that, 100%, I, that I get that completely. When I was on Da Vinci, mm. I was working for my dad. He said, um, like I'd work for my dad and he would always be like, uh, you can have an hour off, but you've got to go like riding or something. Yeah. Like fucking oath, because like he obviously got me to do yeah. that. So he'd maybe like let me knock off at three thirty, yeah. like four four or four thirty, and then I'd be like so keen to go get my bike because I'm yeah. like I don't want to weld anymore. I want to go for a fucking yeah. bike ride. And then as soon as I got the intense gig, yeah, I was like all I had to do was ride. Yeah, but then I was just like it was cool at the start, and then it kind of got to the point where I'm like, oh, I kind of don't want to go for a yeah. ride, and I just I hated that. I hated <laughs> the fact that getting a ride made me like it was almost the worst thing for me yeah I thought it was like you think it's the best but then I got it and I didn't know how to deal with it I didn't yeah. know what to do and I had all this free time and I was just yeah. just literally a kid that didn't know <laughs> how to like how to take it all in and it's taken me a while to realise it like literally now I feel like I'm really grasping the idea of how good it is and yeah. like and enjoying it properly for sure so it is crazy but no I'm glad it's like I'm glad it's happened but I'm yeah. not just like oh fuck well, I want to actually do this yeah, I'm well, glad I'm just it. like all in fuck yeah this is the yeah. best job ever kind of thing yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, it's so fucking cool. It definitely looks good from the outside as well. No, it is. It's just, <laughs> I think it just takes people a while to kind of wrap their head around it all. Yeah. Because it is, it's like, I feel like if you want to be the best at anything in the world, it's going to be stressful and straining oh, and sure. like, it's going to take your brain a while to kind of figure out the ins and outs of it all. But you got to fully uh, invest in yourself. And yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. everything you do is, like you said in the other podcast, is going to working towards that one thing. Going yeah. faster. And yeah. It's not. It's not a not an easy job, but no. Nah, that's what I say to people. Like it's yeah. a good job, but it's not an easy job. Because nah. like people, like yeah, people. I'm like people. Are like oh, it's easy. Yeah. And I was like, what do you do? And they go, oh, I just work in an office, like doing emails. Yeah. And I was like, so 
anyone could really do that. Yeah. How many people can fucking go race professionally, race mountain bikes yeah. down? Like, I was like, at this speed or whatever, and yeah. you go, I don't know, fucking 50 people or fucking 10 people or however, yeah. like 10 people can go as fast as me over this certain time. Yeah. And I'm like, that's fucking hard. Yeah. It's good. I love it. And that's what makes it good, but it's not fucking easy. No. It's well, just, you also got to think, like, how long you've been riding for? It's all been built into this oh, point. That's the thing too. as well. Like, like people go to university for five years and then they get it, well, not everyone, but mm. then you can get a job that pays you X amount of dollars. Yeah. We race bikes for 10 years and you still might not get a job that pays you anything yeah that's the thing and even now people like i'm on good money now but it's taken me over mm. 10 years to get there yeah and like a fucking lot of injuries and a lot, a lot of, of money. sacrifices like i would love to know how much money i spent on bikes and fuel and like every expense getting me here yeah for sure i'm like how when's it gonna actually break even kind yeah. of thing yeah well that's like in australia sponsorship's pretty pretty rough at the boat like and the amount of money you spend trying to get to races and stuff like this Tassie trip is going to cost me what the ferry was a thousand bucks really and then accommodation is going to be like looking forward to the ferry when I go yeah like you probably want to book it way before as well but uh, I've got a long van as well yeah actually yeah yours I think I'll just take my bike rack off and put it in the van yeah that's what I'm doing when we go to shorten it up a bit because it goes off length doesn't it and height like it's oh fuck because you I'll have the rooftop tent and you'll have the high roof you're going to have to book the high Oh, high part of it. I, I think there is a max, so I'd have to look in. You'd have to look into it, but um, they're just gonna bend me over on that boat, aren't they? Yeah, but that's the one bad thing about e-bikes, guys. You can't fly with them. Yeah, but I also do want to have a band there. It doesn't yeah. make it a lot easier. Yeah, definitely. By the time you hire a car, yeah, and then you have a yeah. No, I'd much rather yeah. drive over, but still, so, yeah, yeah, just like, build a bridge. Oh, it's a long way. How long would it be? It's like nine, ten hour ferry. Yeah, it's a ferry. Where is how fast is the ferry going? So it's around hundred k's. Wait, but, we'll, Google, we'll Google it later. Yeah. I'm driving to Brisbane. I'm pretty sure I could be happy to drive to Tasmania. Yeah. It'll take a long time to build a bridge there. And I think the, What's that... What's that bridge? It'll probably be the distance know. of what that is. I don't know, mate. Like, maybe over not over Bear Ocean or whatever. <laughs> I, I think it gets... I wish there was like... I wish we were almost live so people could just go like... Type the longest say. bridge is this. <laughs> yeah. like, thank you, fucking John Deere 48 yeah. or whatever. <laughs> um, I need to work out a way to do that. That... Is it the Bass Strait, I think? Bass Strait, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty wild, though, I think. Yeah, I heard it too, though. We'll have yeah. to have a high bridge, though. There'll be, a, there'll be like, a, <laughs> yeah. a bridge. It's like bridge that AM. bridge in Europe where the waves crash over it. Like, yes, have you seen that? No. No, it's pretty sick. I saw the world's highest bridge when I was in France the other day. Is it high? It's massive. It's, like, these massive white poles, but... Yeah. Just shit like that. It's, like... And it wasn't even, like, a thing. Like, I didn't even go there to see that as I mm. drove past it in France when I was going home. Yeah. It just seemed so, like... I don't know, just like, that's the shit you just get to kind, <laughs> yeah. kind of do. Yeah, well, I'll probably never see those bridges, so. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, like, it was exciting, but fuck, I'd rather do other things than see, <laughs> than see a bridge. Yeah. But, yeah. no, nah, there is, like, a lot of, like, I, dude, I was talking to someone the other day, and they've never even left Australia, and I had been to, like, seven continent, no, seven countries and, like, three continents or four yeah. continents in, like, a month. Mm. And I'm just like, fuck, like, the amount of, like, people I meet and shit I see and all that is yeah. just, like, so, I guess, rewarding and just nice. Like, just, and you don't even understand, like, I don't, yeah. you don't understand until you kind of view it from someone else's perspective. For sure. Well, I think the only time I've been overseas without a bike was, oh, when I went to Egypt in, when I was, like, 14 or something. Yeah. 
like every other trip I've had a bike. Like it's, and I know I'm not a big fan of going and seeing like monuments and that kind of stuff. Like like I feel like you can see that stuff in a photo pretty easily, but you can't stand on top of a mountain and look out and like be in the moment. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But there is some things I know you will see though, and I'm trying to actually think of an example now. Like you see in photos and then you oh, see in real life. Yosemite actually was the most amazing. Yeah, place just like me. overwhelming. Yeah. Like, okay, like nothing would ever yeah. do that justice. Yeah, but then I went to Whistler after that, so that was alright. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I um, love Whistler. I honestly look at Whistler as being probably one of the best places on the planet. Yeah, I'm pretty, just the pretty keen atmosphere and oh, everything about that place is always yeah. just good people. And well, it's just like at that one point, everybody that you know from mountain biking is pretty much there. Yeah. And yeah, you exactly. haven't seen, some of them you haven't seen for years. Like I remember one of the times I went to Whistler, I was just walking down like the town. Yeah. And then, I can't remember who it was. Someone screamed out my name and it was someone from the, um, from a Vic round that I hadn't seen for like four years, five years. They just, up. Did I've, I've, I went over there and never came back. I've caught up with people there that aren't even bike related. Yeah. Just friends from home. Yeah, right. And just like, oh, hey, I'm just working here for a bit. I was like, that's so good. They're like, we just, oh, man, yeah. like from a small country town and just bumping yeah, you in, sure. in Canada. But I can see how people go over there and never come back. Like, yeah. I've, yeah. Well, one year I went over and came home and had the classic Whistler Blues. Yeah. And like I think the, for the next week, I was looking at flights back over there, trying to work out how I could just move yeah, there, how I could do it. Yeah, like it was just I was so off being back home. I just wanted to go back, but mm. yeah, I love that place. It's definitely no, nah, yeah, so good. And I think so like even Vancouver, I love Vancouver. It's cool, yeah. like atmosphere there in town. Just Canada's fucking sick. Well, yeah. west coast of Canada. I reckon I had a pretty good time in Montreal and stuff when I went. I didn't, I didn't, when we were over there, like, Quebec and all that's cool, which is a bit, bit more just... just it feels more Euro. I don't know if more Euro. I know they speak French over there, but just, like, more dingy and just, like, a bit yeah. colder and snowy and just, like, I don't know, just a bit, not as, I don't know, upbeat. Yeah. And the atmosphere, like, yeah, the places, I don't know, it just doesn't do as much for me. When you get a whistle, I just feel like... Yeah. You just feel good when you go somewhere like that. You feel like you're in, like, a happy, good place. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Next year's going to be good. Are you going over back over? Yeah, I'm going to try to do some EWS. I think. Yeah. I plan to do five of them anyway. That's the plan. That's so. the plan. What's the goal? What's the goal out of that? Um, set it high. Set it real high. <laughs> I don't know. I'd like to get well. What my first EWS? I got twenty seventh. Oh, that's you had, fuck, you had a fuck up a lot. Yeah, right? I crashed in one of the stages. Yeah. Um, so top 20s for yeah, sure. Yeah, got a couple top 10, got lucky on the first stage with the rain. Yeah. But I claim that. It's... And <laughs> oh, but then I, then I redeemed myself and got another top 10 the next day, so. Yeah, you were there. It was all fair. I remember seeing those results and there was a lot of people I knew, like, what, like closely and I was like, fuck, that's sick. Yeah. I remember there was one day, I think it was when the rain probably affected it. Yeah. But I remember it was like you, Reese, Connor. Yeah. And I was like. Yeah, boys are turning up. Like, this is cool. Yeah, I wish I went to that. Hey, I was planning on it, and I just I don't know. Life got in the way, and I didn't yeah. go. But fuck, it looks so yeah, fun. Derby's a cool place. I'm pretty keen to get back there. And um, yeah, I loved when I went there. I went there for just like a four day thing, and yeah. uh, with you know Gary McIver. 
Oh, he camps with Vic Rose. You would have yeah. definitely met him before, but he was over there for I think he was there for like two, three months or something. Yeah, right. I just was living there, and I was yeah. just like, literally got one of these moments where I'm like, fuck, I gotta, I want to go, I just want to go do something. Yeah. I'm so glad I did because it's like I remember it now. I remember that whole trip, and I remember yeah. where we went, and what we did. It's what someone Dad would always say to me. It's like, do you remember the week before that trip? Do you remember the week after? Yeah, no idea. Can't remember what the fuck I did. No. But I remember that trip. I remember going over there and meeting him. I remember riding there. I remember meeting people. Yeah. And then it's a memory that just sticks with you where, like, if you're just home doing what you think you should be doing yeah. or whatever, it just fades away into everything else. Yeah. But, I know I did love it there. It was so good. I think I did, like, one day I did 75 Ks of trail riding or 80 yeah. Ks and didn't run the same track twice. Yeah. And it was just so much fun. It yeah. It was absolutely cool. It was so much fun. Yeah, I think Connor and when we went there, me, Connor and Shelley, we rode every day that week and I reckon we Leading into the race, we probably did close to 400Ks. Yeah. And, like, it was just... It's just all... It's just yeah. so fun. And now you can ride all the way to the Bay of Fires, I think. Really? The derby, which is, like, another 60-something. Just, just, just a mission. Yeah. But that would be pretty cool. I'm pretty... Like, that just... Just Tassie in general is just insane. Yeah, it's actually so good. And it, it's really of... cool, like... Going from Derby, which is like World Trail, and they've done such an amazing job there, and then going to Medina, which is dirt art, and they're just killing it there as well. Mm. You can definitely tell the difference between the trails, but they're just like mm. the trail types, but it's just sick. Yeah. Like, you're not disappointed. I no, know. I need to go do that. I'm, yeah, at some point, I reckon early next year I'm doing it. Yeah. I need to start, like, get my calendar and just start writing shit down. Yeah. As soon as you do that, as soon as you write it down, you just, like, Okay, that's the that's a date we'll work towards. And yeah. when you have a date, you just kind of like uh, floating around a bit. Mm. That's why when I had my twenty fourth, I had it in my head for months, yeah. probably over over a year. And then I was just like, oh, I'm an R, and then like tell me, like you just come up with these reasons in your head that mm. why you shouldn't do it, and it's just all these bullshit reasons. When then if you're like, no, nah, I'm doing it right down a date, then you're like, okay, I've got a date. Oh, I need to get this. I need to get that. Yeah. And then you start not worrying about that, and you start planning everything else, yeah. and then it comes together. Like it always. Well, yeah, that's what I've done with my trip for next year. I've got it up on the fridge and... Yeah, it's just, just there. Um, it's, it's, and you can just, like, you go, all right, I've got to get this shit organised, this, this, this. Yeah, it makes it real. Yeah. If you've got a thing, it makes it real. Otherwise, it's just an idea. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it just kind of just stays that way. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty keen to get over there and I think it's the two, South America yeah. at the start and then... Austria and Italy and then Canada. They go to some cool places in Euros. That's one thing yeah. we've got over the downhill. We kind of, we're pretty stale on where we go, which is yeah. good. Bit. I was pretty devo. I was, um, Reese Banner was trying to get me to go to Madeira. Yeah. After Derby and then, I like, I was like, oh, I don't know if I'll be able to because of work and stuff and then didn't go and then looked at the photos and I was like, fuck. <laughs> like, I'd actually like to race maybe one or two next year. Well, no, I, think, I think I'm going to stay most of the year in Europe. I think you go to Portugal. Can I, I don't know if I can... Because I don't know if I need a wild card or what I need to do. Because I've got so many UCI points. I don't know if that crosses over to the Enduro points. I don't know. Probably, I'm pretty surely sure. your team would... That's know, what I mean. I'm pretty sure... Like a trade team. Yeah, team I, I think if... I, I think that would be a pop. Like, it would yeah. be a hard thing to do. But I'd like to just do one to see what it's like. Yeah. If I can just give it a crack. Like, I don't sure. know if it's smoke. Just find out what's a really fun track. Yeah, well, I've Maybe only done yeah. the, the Derby one. And... Like, that was just a standard Australian race. So I'm sure when I go overseas, it's going to be completely different. I heard by the sounds of it, they're real janky and... Yeah, some of them are. Yeah. Not as 
as flowy to ride. But yeah, I heard some that were like gnarly, like pretty much downhill tracks. Yeah, like, I heard the the American one this year was pretty. Yeah, pretty that just just the, the, the yeah, fun, just the terrain is that like dust you can't yeah. see rocks and holes, and then there's loose rocks everywhere. Yeah. It's just kind of like roulette wheel where you're gonna put your front wheel. Yeah, dry. for sure. Yeah, it should be um, good season. It's been a while since for well, last time I went overseas doing a series was 2008 when I did World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> what, is it, what is it now? Like 11 years? Yeah. Wow. Like I've obviously been overseas. Yeah, it's like racing, but racing. Yeah, I did a proper like sort of season. And um, how would you feel if like you went over and then had like your best year and then got a ride now? Do you reckon that'd be something that's like you'd look at something like that? Like yeah, you know, for something? sure. That'd be pretty like, cool if you like look at... It's an opportunity to, to do it, yeah. yeah. And I, it's like... I guess that's always been the dream to get something like that. Yeah. And I don't know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, but yeah. like, I, I feel like I'm riding good and I'm going to beat J Buck. So, yeah. That's good. <laughs> if anything, we beat J Buck. That's pretty much the main goal. goal. That's my main goal, is just beat J Buck. But I love those little competitions with yeah. mates. Hey. It's, he's why I get up at 3 30 in the morning. That's where <laughs> go to the gym. You've got but... his phone on your wall. It's <laughs> like a knife in it. Yeah. <laughs> but today's the day. Nah, that's good, eh? That sort of stuff especially gets you through a winter yeah, in Australia. I'm lucky. I've done a winter in a long time. Yeah. And I was home for five days and I was like, get the fuck out yeah. of here. They're not that fun, especially trying to keep motivated. But oh, dude, I don't know how nobody wants to ride. I got home, I was like, this is like, it's just that just wet, cold rain and just, yeah. oh. Nah, not for me. Yeah. I'm fucking. Well, that's why I got that indoor trainer, but. Yeah, that drives, you, that drives you crazy as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It's not, yeah, fuck, either way. But, no, it should be good this year. I'll be overseas, so, well, next year. That'll be a plan. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, well, I feel like you go to bed so you can get up at 3 30 in the morning. Yeah, it's, it's 9.30. It's getting late. I feel like it's some good tent content. Well, Sweet. thank you, Timmy, for coming on the episode. No that worries. was episode number 10, would you believe it, of the off-track experience. Um, we're going to try and do some more this week as we cruise up the coast, maybe get Jack Moyer on the thing. He's been promised me an episode, so we'll try and get him on here. Um, and then, yeah, see who else we can talk to. I'll try and get a few more out a bit more, I don't know, consistently. I'll try and get some in stock, but, um, just trying to have a bit of a break for a little bit to try and like, I don't know, not worry about it, but we're back into it now. So we'll get some good stuff out soon. So cheers for listening, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Ciao.